3: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with Dave McCullough from Frankfurt. You get an overtime win over uh, Delphi tonight. Plus, we'll talk some more girls' state finals. Right now, though, the man with all the scores, he's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison.
1: Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and our producer, Elijah Robertson, tonight in downtown Indianapolis. We start by peer viewing tomorrow's girls IHSAA state finals at 1030 in the morning. It's the Class 1A state championship. Lanesville, they are 27-2. They will take on 24-3 Bethany Christian with both schools making their first appearance in the girls' state Finals at 1245 approximately it'll be the class 2A state championship game. Lapel they're 22 and 7. Forest Park is 25 and 3. Lapel is making their first trip to the girls state finals. Meanwhile, Forest Park is trying to go back to back after winning the state championship a year ago. The field now is clear out, and they'll clean it out a little bit before gate number, for session number two, the gates will open at 5 o'clock. 6 p.m. is the tip for the Class 3A state championship game, and it's two teams that are 27-2. and two. Fairfield and Cordon Central with both teams aiming for their first state championship victory. And then approximately at 8.15 to round out The night and the season for the girls' basketball season, it'll be the Class 4A state championship game between Fishers and Bedford-North Lawrence. B&L is 26-3, and Fishers is 26-2. Bedford-North Lawrence is chasing their fifth state championship and their third in the Class 4A. Meanwhile, Fishers, they're looking to capture their first girls' state finals victory for girls' basketball now, meanwhile, it is the season finale of the regular season for majority of the teams tonight in high school basketball on the boys' side. A couple games tomorrow. But some final scores today. Whiteland, they defeat Beach Grove 59-55. Westview and Concord combined to score 76 points, and Westfield pulls out the four-point victory 40-36. West Noble and Garrett, 13 points separates the two teams with West Noble on top 68. To 55. West Lafayette and Rossville 20 points for West Lafayette is the advantage. 66-46. Westdale and Elwood played tonight. Four points separate the two teams. 46-42 with Westdale coming out on top. Wawa C East Noble 62-46 final score with Wawa C pulling out the 16-point victory tonight. Warsaw and Carroll of Fort Wayne 60-49. Carroll of Fort Wayne falls to Warsaw. Wapahani, their defense was lights out tonight. Shenandoah scores 24 points. Wapahani 65 in their win. Waldron and Sheridan 71-53 and Waldron tops Sheridan this evening. Peru and Wabash go to overtime 82-74 by far the highest scoring game on tonight's ledger with Wabash coming victorious in their final regular season game before sectional play on Tuesday night. Triton Central Speedway, 79-67. Final score, Triton Central tops the Sparks plugs. Try and Morristown. Morristown is held to 28 points tonight as Try scores 55 in their win. Evansville North and Terre Haute North. 54-43 is the final score. And Terre Haute North picks up the victory. Alexandria and Taylor. And Taylor cruises past... Alexandria, 74-43. to Southwood bests Bluffton, 83-54. to And the lowest scoring game of the night in terms of a team total. That's Attica. They score 18 in their loss to South Newton, who scores 56. South Decatur, Knights down, 69-47. Final score with South Decatur pulling out the victory. Eastbrook South Adams, six points is the separation with South Adams coming out on top, and Scholes defeats West Washington 53-47. to For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison.
2: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
3: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're talking high school basketball. Um, Frankfurt in overtime beating Delphi sixty-one fifty-six. Dave McCullough rejoins me. All right, you were telling me how you, you kind of got this thing in uh, into overtime. Uh, so go back there and just highlight what you had to do to get to overtime, and then take me how you take me through how you win this game.
4: Well, we.
5: Uh... We, we didn't guard very well or we would have won the thing in regulation we gave up too many threes at the end we had a uh you know eight to ten point lead uh but you know kudos to uh the delphi because they just kept backing away and you know what's like when you're you know uh you're hanging on to that rope and it's feels like it's <laughs> greased and you're just sliding, sliding <laughs> right. and you're like getting toward you right. like you know you're hitting that old crap moment and so again, I throw one in from the corner and it goes into overtime and, uh, they score the first couple points of overtime and, and, um, you know, you feel like the wheels are kind of coming off and then, you know, right. Well, right. we, we, we had a free throw and the one point game and we get a stop and, you know, we, we, then we hit a bucket and, uh, you know, make a couple plays on the defensive end. Next thing you know, you're up five and, you know, the, the, the period's about over. So, uh, you know, you, you can uh, breathe again. So it was uh, it was a good win. I mean, it was you know we. It's never good when you <laughs> you have a what you think is a somewhat comfortable lead in the last two or three minutes, but to find a way to win that's that's always pleasurable. You know, so uh, we were happy about that, especially you know going into 30 time.
3: All right, speaking of turning, who do you play next week? We play Benton
5: Central on uh, Wednesday night at 6 o'clock.
3: Well, I wish you the best. I'm, I'm glad we we uh, caught up with each other. I'm happy for you. I wish you the best, Dave. Thanks that. for taking time, and good luck next week. Well, thanks, Bob. Good luck to you, too, man. Keep, keep this I thing I appreciate rolling. it. All right, I'll do that. Thank you very much. Dave McCullough from... Um, frankfurt good solid win good guy all right speaking of good guys kirk manns joins me the basketball coach at seymour the owls tonight with a uh, very impressive win over silver creek 52 32 coach thanks for staying up late and i appreciate the uh, the call congratulations on a great win thanks coach how are you doing you know what? For an old guy <laughs> getting older, I'm, uh, I'm running on fumes right now, and I've got a, I've got a short turnaround. Uh, I'm honored to be able to do the uh, radio uh, analysis of the uh, 1A Girls Championship game tomorrow. Uh, so uh, talk to me tomorrow night about this time and see if I, have any, okay. if I have any gas left in the tank, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> well, you know,
6: the, the, the coach you just had on was my high school coach.
3: Dame McCullough who sure I did not know that. Right.
6: Yeah. Yep. I think he listen, list.
3: I love him. I've known him forever, you know that. I've known him forever. I love him. Uh and the guy can coach. He can X and O as well as anybody we know. Well, I
6: could argue he's had pretty good players.
3: <laughs> you know what i'm setting you up <laughs> 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 i would agree i did not kirk i didn't know that and uh yeah. you talk about learning things about is he one of the reasons why you wanted to coach yeah well he and he
6: and uh definitely my high school football coach russ Racky. absolutely both oh of yeah guys. yeah yeah absolutely listen
3: Russ Radke and uh, Dave McCullough; those those are intense guys. I mean, intense guys. Oh yeah, my that's goodness! My, that's part of why I'm so mild mannered. <laughs> it, it all, you know what? It's all becoming clearer for me right now. All right, no, tell me how you funny. win this there game. Is. To, that is good. That's very good. Yeah. Congratulations! This is a good win. You mean defensively? What more do you want your guys to do? Not much more than that. Yeah, we, we've 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 uh, we've had a rocky season.
6: We started out zero and zero and six. Got our first win, game seven, and and uh, you got to give the guys a lot of credit. They've uh, they've worked hard. They've uh, kept fighting. Uh, they've showed some grit. And uh, you know we've had some success here this last month, and and uh, hopefully uh, you know going into the tournament uh, we're playing our best.
3: Well, it seems like it. It's a great thing to do, too. And to their credit, I mean, it's, it's, you can go south pretty easily when things aren't going well. And I think it addresses the character of this group of guys.
6: Yeah, they're a great character. And uh, give them a lot of credit, like I just said. So they kept fighting. We got a good win tonight. Uh, next, next week, we've, we got the bye. And we play the winner of Floyd Central and New Albany next Friday night.
3: All right, I want you to hang on through this uh, scoreboard update if you can, we'll come back to talk more about your win, okay? All right, sounds good, Coach. Perfect. Kirk Manns from Seymour. We'll come back and talk with him. We'll talk with David Deaton from WKLO. Uh, A reminder, listen uh, on the uh, Champions Network, many of these same stations around the state, for the girls' finals tomorrow. I'll be doing the 1A. Looking forward to it. Rob Blackman. You and I are going to do that game.
2: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com
1: Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates. I'm Eddie Garrison. Earlier this week, Major League Baseball spring training started. First baseman for the Cincinnati Reds, Joey Votto, is entering year number 17. He was asked if he feels like this spring training could be his last because this is the last guaranteed year on the 10-year extension he signed. After the 2012 season when he won MVP with the Reds, the team has a club option for 2024.
3: It's hard to be nostalgic when you're focused on performing. I feel an obligation to be a part of of the team and think about the team. I've noticed over the last bit
1: I've just maybe it's my fault, but I, I don't feel like I've done enough talking about the organization and the team. It's been about, you know, answering questions about me and I understand those questions are, are asked.
3: But you know, I, I'm, I'm motivated to be a part of and if I'm not part of the, the future group, be a part of the the transition from you know mediocre play to championship play. So As far as thinking about uh, this being my last spring training, I don't think like that because I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Meanwhile, High school basketball boys' side. Let's continue to get some final scores in. Oak Hill and Delta, 49-41 with Oak Hill pulling out the victory over Delta. Northridge and Cal for, uh, 45-35 and Northridge with a 10-point victory. Mountain Vernon of Fortville edges out Yorktown 56-48. An overtime game, Mishawaka and South Bend St. Joseph, 63-60. Final score with Mishawaka pulling out the victory. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison.
3: back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Kirk Manns from Seymour rejoins me. Seymour beats Silver Creek tonight. Very impressive fashion. This is a good, solid win. The, the final on this one is 52-32. Coach, again, defensively, a great, great thing. We all know defense travels and it's a great effort you want to have going into the tournament. So uh, did you see this coming defensively with the way you guys have been playing? So we've been playing better defensively
6: for about the last uh, seven, eight games, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, needed, and uh, so uh, we, we've got to be able to keep it up. Um, there's no doubt about that. We got some good performances tonight. seen senior night, like everybody else, going All into tonight, right. which was a, a good way to, to send some guys out. I've, I've got some guys that have been around a long time, and uh, Eli Meyer and Landon Fritz and. Charlie Longmire, and uh, they've done a great job for us, and they've had a lot of success. And so it was good to send them out and and be able to enjoy the game. And, uh, you know, we we got out early and uh, we stayed ahead. And, uh, you know, Silver Creek is uh, very well coached, and uh, they they do a great job. Right. And uh, they play hard. And I was, uh, you know, I was a little surprised that we were able to. to get to some distance between us early and then keep it. So, you know, it was just a, a great night and a great senior senior night for us.
3: All right, as you mentioned, we have sectionals uh, coming up. So you're hosting sectional number 15. You have the bye. You'll take on the B&L Jennings County winner. Uh, I'm sure on pairings on the pairings night, uh, might have been a whoop around the room you guys are living it up a little bit knowing that you got the buy and one less game you have to win well we got the
6: buy but uh it's it's not uh, BNL it's uh it's Floyd Central and New Albany that's who we have so they're on oh, right. the other yeah, side of the bracket yeah. and uh well it's it's um, you know shoot if we play well we 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 might get a chance to play on Saturday night and uh uh we're playing right. well right now and but uh you know Floyd Central and New Albany, and Coach Shannon is is in his last season, and and uh, they're going to be right. playing for him and, and a lot of other things. And so, you know, we're just uh, uh, we're just uh, ready to ready to get started tomorrow morning, and uh, you know, and uh, watch Tuesday. I'm I'm thankful that we've really got a little time off here, and we've got the buy, and so hopefully we're in a good position.
3: Seymour over Silver Creek tonight, fifty-two thirty two Kirkmans. Thanks for the call and good luck next week.
6: Appreciate it, coach. Have a good night.
3: Thank you very much. Brownstown Central, fifty six forty one winners over Orleans from WKLO, our good friend David Deaton. Hello, David.
0: Hello, Coach Level. It's a good Friday night for high school basketball. And uh, just talking to Coach Manz at Seymour, what a great job he's done with that program. And their neighbors to the south yeah. in Brownstown, just yeah. 10 miles away, had themselves a really good senior night themselves and uh, got a big win over a good Orleans team tonight.
3: A very good Orleans team, right? LA had been one, number one at various times, and I'll bet it was an emotional night saying goodbye to Jack Benner tonight.
0: Well, actually, Jack's a junior, so his senior night's coming next year. So, uh, well, but uh, they, they did mind. have a couple of seniors. Never yeah, mind. I don't want seniors. to. He's just a kid. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah I, I know they're not ready for him to go out the door yet either at <laughs> out. I mean he had a good game tonight though but they uh, had two seniors Carson Darledge who's been a quarterback on the football team this year or, or the, the past couple of years I should say and who has been more of a reserve this year but he really played well tonight on his senior night and Bryce Neal another guy who has mm-hmm. kind of been on the bench for the Braves this year but I'll tell you, this junior class of Brownstown with Jack Bender, Parker Heyman in the backcourt, and some of these other guys they have are just terrific players. They've got a lot of length, athleticism, and they really do a great job defensively. Coach Bender, talking to him in the pregame show, said, you know, we've really gotten a lot better on the defensive end throughout the year. Early on, they were giving up points left and right, getting into shootouts, and they've really clamped down on the defensive end, and that was certainly the case tonight played great man-to-man defense in the first quarter, led 13-5 to at the end of the first, and they've got a 1-3-1 defense that they can throw at teams. They've got a 6-6 sophomore, Colby Hall, that they can put at the top of that, and he's really disruptive up there. Then they've got guys that are 6-3, 6-4, 6-5 across the board. better at 6-5, Jack Benner, that is, and I mean, they've just got so much length and athleticism, and Orleans just struggled with it tonight and really just didn't play the normal kind of game that they like to, but as Coach Bradley said of the postgame, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it had a lot to do with what Brownstown was doing on defense tonight.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's also the difference between a, a good 3A team and a good 1A team. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, physically, there's a, there's a difference, quite frankly. You could see that, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, you know, Benter came in averaging 30 points a game. I mean, also, by the way, the team leader in rebounds, assists, steals, and oh, by the way, he leads the team in block shots per game. So he does a little bit of everything, but he's got a great (laughs) cast around him, and I mean, he does such a good job getting his teammates involved, and he had some guys who were open tonight. Parker Heyman, his classmate, junior guard got a couple of threes tonight. Uh, Hall even got a three from the top of the key there late in the game. Jacob Arthur, who was one of the seniors being recognized tonight, also made a three. Brownstown made 42% of their threes tonight. They've been making 43% as a team this year, so they've been cooking from the outside. And uh, with Benter garnering all that attention, he had 21. Nobody else was in double figures, but you had two guys who scored nine and two others who scored seven. So they were really balanced around him. And He's done a really good job facilitating this year. For Orleans, Blake Love, one of their seniors, led them with 10 points tonight. So, disappointing end to the regular season for the Bulldogs, but they will definitely be trying to brush that off and getting ready for their first sectional game Wednesday night at Ligoti in sectional 63 in the second game
4: that night.
3: All right, so we have girls' championships tomorrow. Are you coming to – uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Are you working tomorrow or are you, you going uh, to take a weekend off? Oh, no. We are working tomorrow.
0: We are going to be there for the 3A state championship game. Really proud of the and Central Lady Panthers. They're staying the night in Indianapolis right. tonight right. and uh, got a chance to shoot around this afternoon, so I saw some video on social media of that. Uh, just proud of this team and what uh, head coach Josh Conrad and the coaching staff have done, and what a great group of kids that Corridon has, great group of young ladies that have done such a great job throughout this tournament persevered and playing for their first ever state championship tomorrow if they can win it and uh, be the first time a Corridon Central team has ever won a state championship if they can win this 3A title against a Fairfield team that's number one in the state in defensive scoring average.
3: Yeah, and this is such a neat thing where you got two teams that never been here before. You know, you got five teams that haven't been here before total. Ford, I think it's fantastic and you're right. You know, the key tomorrow is you you got to take care of the basketball, and you got to find a way to score and continue to play defensively like they've played to get them where they are.
0: Yeah, that's it. And you know, Corridan has really really built their team on the defensive side ever since Coach Conrad took over the program a couple of years ago. I mean, this team really does a great job getting after uh, other teams with their pressure, their ability to trap, and really just the athleticism and the length that Corridan has. It's been so disruptive, and it's going to be interesting to see how they match up with Fairfield, a team that does have some length and athleticism themselves, and Fairfield with this zone defense they play. How does Corridan attack that, and can the Lady Panthers knock down some shots from the outside? They've been able to do that through the tournament, and so if they can do that tomorrow, they give themselves a good chance. And you know, for for this program that hasn't been to the state finals in 18 years, this Corridan program has been ready and raring to go all week. The community has been a buzz, and they're excited to see I'll this bet. Lady Panther team. And I mean, it'd be a big sea of black and gold in their in their quarter of Gaybridge Fieldhouse tomorrow. So it should be exciting and should be right. a lot of fun to see what this team could do if they can bring home that state championship that's eluded them.
3: Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow night. I, I will not see you. Uh, I'll, I'm doing the 1A uh, game between Lanesville and Bethany Christian right. uh, And then uh, on the radio network and then uh, I'm going to turn around and just go. I'm going to come back home uh, and get ready to do the show. So uh I I've I've resisted trying to slow down as long as I can but now I have to I have to back up just a little bit and pick and <laughs> choose my spots. So, I'm sorry in fair. advance I won't see you, but I'll talk to you tomorrow night. How's that? That sounds good, coach. We'll talk to you tomorrow night then. David David Deaton, WKLO. Thanks, David.
1: Tomorrow marks round number two between the Indiana Hoosiers and the Purdue Boilermakers. This time comes from Mackey Arena in West Lafayette. Mike Woodson is just ex- ex- excited as all of us for round two of Trace Jackson Davis and Zach Eady.
6: It's competition. I love it. That's kind of, as a coach, what I live for And watching, you know, so much talent in college basketball. Um, and, you know, I left a league that was just full-blown with talent. You know, you can sit and you just marvel at guys. There were a lot of people that was tuned into that Purdue, Indiana game here at Indiana. You can rest assured that. And just to see the matchup, they didn't fail anybody who was watching because both of them played extremely well. And I can't help but think it's going to be the same way come Saturday.
1: Extremely well is putting it lightly, especially when you look at Zach Eadie's numbers from that contest three weeks ago from tomorrow. 33 points and 18 rebounds. Trace Jackson Davis at 25 for indiana purdue they're coming off a little bit of a stretch where they haven't played their last game was sunday against ohio state they cruised past the buckeyes 82 55 iu they played monday night against michigan state and they lost that one to 65 tip off tomorrow from west lafayette Mackey arena is set for seven thirty. you can catch the game on fox and purdue is a seven and a half Point favorite. Coming up on the final scoreboard update, we'll take a preview of tomorrow's IHSAA Girls Basketball State Funds. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison.
3: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. My favorite, my favorite guy. The great thing about hosting the show. Uh, all these years, is I've had a chance to talk to really, really neat people and people I enjoy spending time with, like Kip Wessner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine.
4: Kip, how are you tonight? Boy, Bob, that's a nice introduction. I appreciate that. Oh, uh, you know what? seeing you Monday. Monday yeah, at the I It's great it to, to see say, you. Uh, you know, I, we talk we talk uh, twice a week, and I don't get to see you that much, so I need no. to uh, make no, sure you, we get together know, and go to some games. I, well, you
3: have a you have a job, right? I don't. I mean, I just i I get to sit in my house and talk about basketball and football with my friends. I mean, are you kidding me? And 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 get paid for it. I mean, it's, a, it's the sweetest gig ever, to be honest. But it was great to see you. It's great to see everybody. Uh, I just, I'm excited about these games uh, tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm uh, honored to be able to do the one a on radio with Rob Blackman. That's, that's a treat for me. Um, and I just, you know, I think uh, I'm excited about this Lanesville team and what they do defensively. The Bethany Christian story is a great one. I mean, I go through all four games. All eight teams have really tremendous stories, and it's such a big deal, and it should be.
4: Well, I, I know that. Um, what is there five? Five of the teams that uh, haven't been to yeah. the state finals for girls. So that's five, to, uh, yeah, five that's teams. Absolutely. The, that's a, a neat starting point for sure, and uh, no question. I mean, there are there are some uh, senior leaders that uh, will play a, a factor tomorrow for sure. But uh, talking about Bethany Christian, their top two players are juniors, and uh, you know Lapel's got a freshman who's leading their team in scoring.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just uh, fascinating. Like like you say, each one of them has a an individual story, but, uh, Scott Whalen from my staff was at the semi state where L- Lanesville played. And he was sending me texts talking about just how relentless their defense is. And so, uh, oh, yeah. I-, I think that will be compelling to see how they, how they, uh, get after it because, you know, they beat East central during the, uh, during the season and East Central is a very good 4A team but uh, Bethany Christian plays a lot of non-class A teams during the season and I think we we talked last week about how their three losses were teams that cut down nets during the state tournament so uh, Bethany Christian will be a a strong contender in fact we had him seventh in the Hoosier basketball magazine of course Lanesville's been number one most of the season so yes that's a that's a good game an exciting game and then on the 2a side when you got the defending champion uh, there in fourth Park you know that's that's an interesting deal to start with mm-hmm. and amber Treaders, uh, outstanding player she was on the front cover of the Hoosier basketball magazine right, and, right. Um, we talked about lapel and their freshman leader but uh they've got a balanced uh balanced team with uh, looking at their scoring i think they've got three or four players around uh, double figures and they won the madison county tournament so if you're you're going to beat the 4a teams in madison county <laughs> and you're right. a two A team right. you've obviously done something well and uh kind of the same thing with fairfield and um cord and central in the 3a game we had them ranked ninth and twelfth respectively and Uh, two senior leaders is Bria Garber, the coach's daughter. uh, She was first-team All-State in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and she'll be in the top 60, which we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, coming up on March 5th. Sure, Um, yeah. But then also Ava Weber is a high-scoring player for Corden Central. She's averaging over 22 points per game. So uh, that matchup, I think, is really uh, kind of a coin toss. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And then – the 4A game with Fishers and uh, Bedford North Lawrence, I really think, is, is a game for the ages. And, you know, we talk about that every year, that they're always going to be great games. But but mm-hmm. I do think mm-hmm. the way they these teams um, are kind of similar in the fact that they're both talented, they're both deep. And they're both well-coached, obviously, to get to this point. And with uh, the Smith twins going to Ball State and with the duo of Norman and Sprain for Bedford-North Lawrence, like you say, it's, it's a great day of basketball tomorrow.
3: You know what? I didn't realize that girls' basketball was so strong in the Goshen area. I mean, how, how about Fairfield and Bethany Christian? What, like five miles separate them, and they're both in the tournament in the championship game? I think it's fantastic.
4: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Chuck DeMoss from uh, my staff saw them play during the regular season. I think the game was at Bethany Christian, and uh, it was on a Monday night. You know, it's hard to find good Monday night games around right, the state. Right. So he made the trip from northwest Indiana to Goshen to see those two teams play. And um, Yeah, you know, we talked about uh, South Bend, Washington, and Mishawaka Marion and with Goshen, and Fairfield, so it's, uh, <laughs> right. it's at, that area of the state you know, going up to see a Westview boys game is about as good as you can get if you haven't uh, seen that experience so that's a, a pocket of the uh, state that is pretty oh, good it, similar, absolutely. similar to down by uh Lagodi and uh, Bar Reeve and all that with uh, Bloomfield and so on the boys side which I know we'll talk about that with sectional for coming up next week but uh, there's good basketball everywhere now Marion County you know is is Marion County but uh, they enjoy the thing is with the crowds like tonight I was at Shenandoah uh, tonight and you know the place wasn't sold out but it was a really good crowd Chuck. DeMoss from my staff was at Huntington North and Kokomo was there. And it was, you know, right. three quarters to uh, full. And, uh, you know, people around the state, they they enjoy getting out and watching their basketball, whether it's Goshen or Lagoti or everything in between.
3: Yeah, I'm so glad that you were through the pandemic for the obvious reasons, but uh, not the least of which is that you can go out and watch basketball and crowds have absolutely come back. And so, those who have proclaimed basketball being dead in the state of Indiana are a hundred percent wrong.
4: Yeah. I mean, like for instance, uh, Brownstown central, uh, they had a big win over Orleans tonight, but Scott Whalen was right. there and you know, that was a packed, packed house. And um, even Alexandria and Taylor, my Truman Bennett from my staff was at that game and uh, Taylor's had an outstanding year there in a, a sectional with Madison Grant and Tipton, and mm-hmm. so that will be a, a must-see. Uh, ho- yeah. uh, Taylor yeah. is hosting that sectional as well, so that'll be a great uh, sectional. And then uh, Dale Lawrence was at the Homestead versus Nor Norwood, or I'm sorry, uh, Norwell game, which was a two-point game. In fact, it was tied uh, 46-46. And Luke McBride, I wanted to mention this. He had 24 points and broke the uh, school mm. record. For Norwell today, and um, Alex Garber had 23 points. He's a junior guard for Homestead. In fact, the, the halftime score was 29 to 14, and Homestead wow. rallied back to make it 46-46, and then uh, Norwell was able to win by two. So um, there were some there were some lopsided games around the state <laughs> as uh, we've seen with the scoreboard, but uh, right. those were a couple of good games uh, for sure. In fact, the game I was at, I mentioned Shenandoah. Boy, uh, Wapahani is a team that I really like in 2A. Um, Isaac Andrews, he had uh, at least five three pointers that I saw. The the halftime score was 47 to eight, but he had uh, four four three-pointers and the team had four more. They hit eight three-pointers in the first half and uh, really played an outstanding <laughs> game. So so that's a team to watch out for in the north side of 2A. And as you know, uh, with Brownstown that I mentioned and Linton, the, the 2A in the south is loaded. So uh, the boys sectional next week will be as good as we can imagine. But uh, tomorrow with girls state finals, uh, I think it's Indiana basketball at its best.
3: It's fun to do. That's <clears throat> that's for sure. Kip, you got some time to stick around and talk a little more ball with me after the scoreboard update?
4: Yeah, sounds good. We got our top 60 senior workout uh, coming up on March the 5th at Beach Grove. So we could talk a little bit about that and oh, then maybe some more I'll boys. Glad to. Boys sectional. Yeah.
3: Glad to. Glad to. Kip Westner and I'll come back and talk more indiana high school basketball reminder join us tomorrow night on the show we're going to talk about purdue and iu with their matchup tomorrow night plus we'll get a recap on all four games and the girls championships uh and don't forget next week get out support the uh, school in your hometown support your local student athletes boys sectionals all around the state coming up next week Final scoreboard update of the night. Then we'll come back with Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: Final update on the night. I'm Eddie Garrison with this Network Indiana Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. Let's take a look tomorrow for the IHSAA Girls' State Finals. The public gates open at 9.30 for the first session at gamebridge Fieldhouse, the first game an hour after that at 10.30 for the Class 1A state championship game between Bethany Christian, 24-3, and, and Lanesville, who is 20-72. And the winner of that game will have their first girls' basketball state finals championship because they are making their first appearance and the basketball state finals on the girls' side. Approximately at 1245, it'll be the class two A state championship game between LaPel. They are 22 and 7 and Forest Park, who is 25 and 3. Lapel, they are making their first trip to the girls' state finals. Meanwhile, Forest Park, they're looking to go back to back after winning the state finals last year. Session number two will start at six o'clock after they close. The Field House to clean it out a little bit. The gates will open at five. The 3A state championship game will tip at six. That's between two teams that are 27 and two. That is Fairfield and Corden Central, with both teams aiming for their first state championship. The final tomorrow night, approximately at eight fifteen. The Class 4A Bedford North Lawrence, aka BNL, they are 26 and three. They'll take on Fishers, who is 26 and two. Fishers is making their first trip to the girls' state finals. Meanwhile, B and L, they are chasing their fifth state championship and their third in class for a good luck to all teams tomorrow, including Coach Bob Lovell on the call for a couple of games tomorrow morning for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Eddie Garrison.
3: Welcome back everybody this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network driven the number two save lives.org kip westner from who's your basketball magazine rejoins me all right sectionals boys sectionals uh next week the girls finals tomorrow boys sectionals if you're a basketball fan how do you not love
4: this time of year kip well it's great. I mean it it just is uh yeah. outstanding uh the semi-state last Saturday with the uh, tournament action, you know, morning and uh semi-finals and then championship in the night, which is what we all love to see on a Saturday and then uh state right. finals for the girls, but uh, the Uh sectional tournament, you know, that's that's pretty much what it's all about. We always talk about the sectional draw, and I think there's been a few interesting uh, pairings that uh, one that comes <laughs> to mind is uh, Southport and Ben Davis, you know, matching right. up at Perry Meridian on Wednesday, and you know, they played an overtime game in uh, November, December, early on in the year, and then I think Ben Davis beat them uh, pretty good in the uh, Marion County tournament, but uh that's most likely where I'll be on Wednesday. But boy, the uh, Muncie Central, uh, that sectional, seven teams in that sectional. I think only one of them uh, has a non-winning record. Pendleton Heights. The rest of them are really have a claim to try and cut down the nets. When oh, you yeah. have yeah, New yeah. Palestine, yeah. Uh, they got a bye on Friday. But Greenfield Central, I saw them last weekend, and they're they're really good. This uh, Moles and Mullen, the senior and sophomore. Right. And, I think they've only got one loss in the season. They beat your Plainfield Quakers. Uh, what was Careful. that on Wednesday night? Dale Lawrence. Was there. <laughs> right. I know, and, that, and Plainfield is good. So uh, they're they, good. they are really yeah. an outstanding team. And, but they got to play Anderson on, in the second game at Muncie, and I love Yikes. the Muncie Fieldhouse. So when you got Mount Vernon, Muncie Central, Anderson, and Greenfield on a Wednesday night at the Muncie Fieldhouse, boy, that's Man. Uh, hard Man. to miss that. <laughs> Uh, kind of the same thing down at Lagodi because uh, with the way that pairing worked out on Friday night, you could potentially have right. Springs Valley in Orleans and then Bar Reeve and Ligoti. so So, uh, you know, that place would be uh, standing room only for sure with uh, those four. Yeah, you need no to you know, you get there right are. now.
3: Yeah. You need <laughs> yeah. to get there
4: now to get a ticket. Yeah yeah for sure and uh even seymour um i I will probably go to uh, seymour on tuesday because you got bedford north lawrence and jennings county jennings county's had such an outstanding season this year right right lloyd central new albany just two uh perennial powers from the south i know they've struggled a little bit this year but those two teams get together and it's always a good game um so yeah, the the sectional tournament uh, is is really fun. It's uh, it's what drew me to you know doing what I've done <laughs> for the last thirty years, right. while working for Gary Don and the Hoosier Basketball Magazine because you know the gym and the uh, action and the what's neat about it is the community support and just uh, you know fans and parents and they they love their uh, they love to follow their team and the sectional is the best time to do it.
3: I would say that, that yeah I understand that regular season maybe maybe crowds might be down in certain areas but let me tell you what tournament time we all know how important the sectionals are every one of us every single one of us knows it and uh, you you everyone picks it up uh there's just something about sectional week we've all experienced it it's I mean even at this advanced age of mine i can i can relive sectional week i i know and again i was lucky enough to play on a couple of championship teams uh that won the brownsburg sectional and played in the uh, hinkle regional so but i remember them. i mean and i think fondly
4: of those days i know how important it is yeah the uh um... That's what you – you want to beat your rival. I mean, there's going to be yeah, some surprises. Do. There's going to be some upsets. There'll uh, they'll be some teams Always on are... Saturday that will be yeah. like, boy, right. that, they really uh, came to play and were ready for uh, their opponent. And, you know, it's an outstanding time. So uh, uh, we'll talk more about the Top 60 workout next week. But just uh, so right. you know, it's March 5th, and we have 60 right. of the best players in the state in girls' basketball. And the girls on the front cover will be there. So if you have a Hoosier basketball magazine, you can come see them uh, March 5th at Beech Grove High School, starting at 1 o'clock.
3: Kip Westner, you're the best. Have fun tomorrow. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list and there are more than 1000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, their website driven the number 2 savelives.org. Well, you all know that tomorrow is Championship Saturday at Gainbridge Fieldhouse, the 48th annual IHSA Girls Basketball State Finals. We've talked about it through the night, but let me just refresh your memory. The day starts at 1030 with the 1A Championship game between Bethany Christian and Lanesville. I'll be working with Rob Blackman on the IHSA Champions Radio Network uh, doing that game. Uh, Bethany Christian 24 and 3. Lane Sills, 27 and 2. Uh, these are two teams, really, really, really good basketball teams. The next game after that one will be the 2A championship game between Pel and the defending champs in Forest Park. Lapel 22 and 7. Forest Park 25 and 3. Uh, should be a great one. Game one of the evening session is the 3A battle between Fairfield and Corydon Central, both teams 27 and 2, and the final game of the day, the 4A matchup between Fishers at 26 and 2 and Bedford North Lawrence at 26 and 3. Uh there are these are really really solid matchups. I think the cool thing about it is that um they seem and obviously, things are on paper. It's different. They all seem pretty evenly matched. Um, so uh, the 1A game, Le- Re- Lanesville number one, 12-game winning streak. Um, first appearance in the state finals for them. First appearance in the state finals for Bethany Christian. Um, that's There seems to be a recurring theme here when you stop and think about it. Lapel, first time in the state finals. As we mentioned, uh, four sparked the defending champs in 2A. And so uh, on the uh, 3A championship, uh, Fairfield first appearance in the girls' state finals. And uh, it seems like a recurring theme here. Uh, Fisher's first appearance in the state finals, um, kind of how it's, it's fun. So there's going to be a lot of great storylines in this. We're going to talk about it tomorrow night. Don't forget tomorrow night, too. You got the IU-Purdue matchup, pretty important game. That's, a I think, a 7.30 start on that. We'll talk about that matchup later on uh, tomorrow night. Don't forget to join us for our Saturday night version of Indiana Sports Talk. and it's fun thanks so much to eddie gary and elijah robertson great job gentlemen thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every friday and saturday night and thanks to all of you for these last 29 years making us the most popular sports talk show in the state's history it is the history making legendary network indiana's indiana sports talk